Well, what is the crack? How are you, David? Derek Dowling. I've been, I, I have this thing. I love machines, right? Because mm. I'm driving myself, naturally enough. And I always look at cranes and them mobile cranes. And ever since I was a chap, right? I'd be seeing them on the road and I'd think two things. One, what way are they? <laughs> Number two, how fucking awkward are they to drive? And three, how much are they? Uh, awkwardness? No, they're not. They're actually not. They're all wheel steers, so. Every one of the wheels? More or less, yeah. Like mine's five axle, so four steer. Five, the five of them steer, middle one, not much though. But like you tur- I turn in where a truck wouldn't. Really? Yeah. I'm wide. It's heavy. That's the, that's the hardest part of it, like is knowing what road you're going down before you go down it. And is the weight distributed properly on all, or is it heavier at the back? Or Yeah, it can be heavier at the back. It depends on, if I'm running with, like my crane runs a 26 ton of ballast on top of the crane itself. So the crane When you run, say 26 ton of ballast, what does that mean? Your ballast weight out the back. Yeah. That's basically counteracting what you're lifting. All right, okay. That runs a 26 ton. So it drops 18 on the deck and then there's eight fixed out behind at all times. There's a cunt of a nose on them though. Nose swing, isn't there? Yeah, and there's a cunt of a tail swing on them as well because when you're turning in the front, the back is turning with you. So like you have to, there's been plenty of car. <laughs> <laughs> there's been plenty of wing wear gone. Like, they're not maybe. What about maybe. walls? Yeah, yeah, it would, yeah, piers, uh, dustbins. Dustbins? I know one lad that, uh, yeah, I won't say too much, but he put a dustbin nearly through a window of a shop. Fucking eager. Uh, it was, uh, fairness, he was on a big crane. Big Tell him, crane. no, he's fucking eager now. You're well, just being nice. You're just being nice. <laughs> he's a, he, he was on a, he was, I think it was an eight or nine axle crane. And when he came around, the arse shot out and he clipped the bin. Bin was on wheels. And it just shot across. And, and your biggest crane, how long is it on the road? How many feet? 14 metres. 14 metres. Four, yeah, I think it's 14, 14.2 or something, yeah. you be rocking that around Dublin City and stuff? Ah, yeah. Wherever. We'd go anywhere. Sure, I suppose uh, I'll get excited now. We'll go back to the start because this is what I like to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so where are you from? Road in County Offaly. Oh, jeez, Road in Offaly, man. And yeah. You didn't end up in the bog. Well, I'm close to it. And did you grow up in a big family? Nine. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, six lads, three girls. Nice one. You the youngest? No, fuck no. Uh, there's five ahead of me, three behind me. So what age is the youngest? Oh, Jesus. Uh, he's less than 30. He's 27, I think. And how the fuck did you end up, like, was, how did you end up on a crane? Well, no, no, I'm going too far. I'm going too far, right? <laughs> right. Did you go to school in road? Ballybrain, yeah. Yeah. And did you like school? Hated it. Like, with passion? Oh, yeah. Like from was, primary? From primary. It just wasn't best for me. It's just, no, not, to, not for intellect. I just wouldn't want to be in there. I wanted to be out driving a tractor or driving... Something shiny. It didn't have to be shiny. It could be anything. Just, Even back then? Yeah. And did you come from a farming background? Not really. Um, my father would work for farmers, but not. We didn't have any land. Yeah. So I would have been with him every Saturday. And, driving stuff? Yeah. I was driving from knee high, like, I mean, steering from knee high and driving. I could work at lunch. That was it? Yeah. Gone. Yeah. And did you do secondary school? I did. No, I've done the whole way through. I've done the oh, leaving Yeah. And when you'd done your leaving... Did you go, what am I going to do now? Or were you, had you been working, doing summers? No, or? I worked, I worked on a farm from the time I was 13. Doing. And literally everything, milking, um, milking, feeding, anything. And I actually lived there for a while. Go ahead. Yeah, that's, and it wasn't through any, any other reason other than I wanted to be there. Jesus. Making uh, big money. 
No, not at all. So you're in a farmer's house that um, you'd make, what, 30, 40 pound a week. But don't get that's young lad going to school. like. Yeah. I mean, 30, 40 pound, you'd nothing to spend it on. Yeah, it was big money back then. Oh, for spending pound, sweets. Pound, like, for yeah, sweets yeah. in the shop. Sweets or phone credit to try and text a queer one. Or, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Try and flirt your stuff a little bit, like, of some kind. But go to the Harriers of a Saturday night and, you know. So, so what was your first job? Uh, th- that probably would have been in McKean's in, in Road. Um, on his farm that was the and you know, went from there to went from there to uh, his son was work used to work for an engineering company so when the summers came they didn't really have a huge pile for me to do so he got me a job with James Murphy and Road during the summer and I went with him then and then I went with them to another builder uh, Paddy Quinn J- doing building like labour and yeah, stuff yeah. Yeah, just whatever was there. And then I went from then, then to Jude Malone, who was agri agri contractor. Doing? Bailing and rapping, bailing, and mowing, anything that was really there. And what age were you then? Oh, license, 16. 16, 17, actually. Could have been 17. And where did you go then? Uh, Dublin. Once that summer finished up. On the up, building? Yeah. On to, my father was on the Lewis line in Abbey Street, went straight in there. I uh, worked there for a while. Didn't really care for it, but it was money. Kind of groundworks. And... Yeah, paving slabs. I need, I need a granite. I need a granite down along, uh, on the inside of the tracks, down along Abbey Street. We, we paved all that. So every, every time you go up there, you oh, go, I done that. Fringes. That's like, my aim. Fringes. But yeah, so I was sat there for a while and then the outlet kind of finished up. So I kind of went, my lift was gone. So yeah. I finished kind of with him. And then went from there to a couple of other builders. Ended up doing a Banksman's ticket. A brother of mine was was driving a crane, ended up in Newbridge on the Whitewater back in he did that. 18. Yeah, he was driving a crane on that. Who was he working for? John Sisk. Sisk. Yeah. What kind of a crane was he on? Uh, Potane. It was Tower Crane. Oh, Tower? Yeah. And you started doing Banksman for him? No. He, he phoned me one day, he said, do you want to come up? And I said, am I allowed? And he said, yeah, yeah, come on up. So he was fucking skipping concrete and... What's skipping concrete? Lifting concrete from the ground up to the roof. Oh, or and the big bins. Yeah, yeah. And, but they, they're heavy. So he never told me that to be wobbling the crane. Like, so. Does it? Oh, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, so a lot? Was, yeah, yeah. I went to grab the ladder and the ladder was gone. Like, But he knew I was on the ladder and he took a good fucking jolt. Do you know what I mean? He did. That far? Yeah, yeah. Some of them go a nice distance. Now that, don't get me wrong, it doesn't, it's not fucking... But it went enough that I just went to grab the ladder and all of a sudden it just moved two inch, two or three inches away from me. <laughs> so <laughs> I got to the top of that, I got to the top of that rung and I stopped and I thought, fuck me now, if I, if I think I'll go back down, like, you don't screw this. But then I also thought, we're an unforgiving family and I'd never hear the end of it. Yeah, yeah. So if he's up here, it can't be that bad, like, do you know what I mean? So up I went and... Yeah, I spent years on tower cranes. So you you worked a tower crane then? Yeah, yeah, tower crane was the first crane. Right, now... Tower crane. Yeah. So you're. how do you learn how to drive a tower crane? How do you start driving it, one of those? Tower crane drivers won't like me saying this. It is the most simple crane you'll ever drive. So you, you get up, mm-hmm. right? You're in the cab. Yeah. Obviously, it has its slew. Slew is on your left lever, um, yeah. left and right. Uh, your trolley is also on your left lever. It's that long now, so it's up tower crane. So the trolley is forward and back. Yeah. So the, you see the trolley traveling out the jib. Yeah. And then your hoist and your right lever. That's it. That's up and down? Yeah. But judging the distance? Well, you have your banksman for that, but you, you get your eye in very quick. 
very quick. And are you able to judge, like if, if someone doesn't load something properly and you pick it up and it's going, oh, fuck no, that's a bit. Like whose job is it to figure out if that's right or wrong? A banksman's job, but you have to be watching them all the time. If he's in the blind, you're trusting him. But if he's not in the blind, then you really have to be watching what he's doing like, and how he's doing it because there's fucking idiots out there. And there fucking sure is. And I don't think, I don't, I don't think I'm being unfair saying that. Like, I think the, the bulk of drivers and the bulk of anyone on a site is that the standard of banksman to what it used to be is gone. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They don't learn how to do the trade anymore because it's not a trade. So they're just, they're, they're basically guys there to get to another job. Yeah, probably, yeah. But also then, on top of that, it's an awful prick of a job. Thanks, man. Oh, it's a horrible job. Like, you're the first man in, you're, along with the crane driver, but you're out in all weathers. You're everybody's bollocks. Well, I've done a bit of a building, right? Mm. I didn't last long. I won't lie, I was yeah. fired, right? <laughs> <laughs> I got sick of the timber for a while and I went to the buildings. Right. And I was laboring for plasters. And that's not easy. And then no. I realized that working for the block layers, they were pricks. Yeah, but like you're only working with one bunch of lads when you're doing that. So if you're if you're going in the morning as attending brickies, you know the bulk of lads you're with. And if you're with a sound bunch of lads, it'll be up for a laugh. Hmm. And you know you're on bricks, you have the mortar ready, blocks ready. If you can keep that going, them lads love you. And yeah. you mean keep them cleaned. They're happy out. Yeah. If you go in as a banksman, you have to keep mortar to them, bricks to them. Concrete to someone else, steal someone else, skips. So everyone's shouting at you. Everyone's shouting at you. And if it's busy, there are pricks. Yeah. Yeah. They're, you know what I mean? And So no one's shouting at you? Well, yeah. See, this is where it gets tricky then, because if one ad isn't getting, his fo- it isn't getting what he wants, they'll start ringing the driver and say, ah, here, look, what the fuck's going on? Like, we're stuck for this. And But everybody's stuck for it. Yeah. It's not just me. It's not just him. Everybody's stuck for the crane. Crane can only do one lift at a time. And like and I always looked at tower cranes and thought, them boys must be on the big money. They look like they're yeah. the king of the castle up on the building sites. They seem to be. They are, but it's kind of gone to the point now that it's, um, what's the best way of putting it? Yeah, there is there is big money in it. And like I often look back and think, why'd you ever give it up? Like you could be clearing home 1,200 quid a week. Yeah. Home in your pocket. And it's an but, easy day or hard day? Very hard. On a very busy crane, it's a very hard day. But it's not half as hard as it used to be. And lads say, oh, you're just saying that now. It's not half as hard as it used to be because when we were in first, like I often went up a crane at five o'clock in the morning and drivers still do that. But you might knock it off. You get down for your lunch and tea breaks, whatever else. But you could be still up there at eight o'clock that night. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, were you ever, did you ever get a fright up on one? Um, closest one I ever had was in Portleash. I was on the Tesco's job in Portleash. Yeah. And uh, we took, it wasn't a fright that it was going to come over. We took up a, a double stacked shutter. This is on a tower crane? Yeah. Took up a double stacked shutter. And you know where Tesco's is, where you drive in down into the underground car park from yeah. Supermax? Well, there's a bank there, I think. Well, it used to be a bank mm. at the end of that building. There's a big, massive big tank there. We, that's They were all poured in one big shutter. And we came in, we were watching the weather all day. And it was 15, 16 mile an hour. And the very minute we picked up the shutter, 64 mile, the last thing I looked at was 64 mile an hour hitting the crane. Quay. And all I could do was slew left. But even though I was slew wait, left. Wait, wait, you slew left because it was pushing you left? It was pushing me right. 
So I was slewing so it. So you were counteracting it? I was trying to hold it because so at this stage it had taken the shutter and the crane. Would, but I was would it down, take the crane? Oh, well, it would, yeah. It was, it was starting to drive me off because the only reason it was driving me off because it had so much force and it had so much pan yeah. to grab. Like a sail. Yeah. So and I was trying to hold it and hold the crane. But I, knew, I wasn't able to. I was never going to be able to. So all I could do was start hoisting up because at this stage I was heading towards the bank. Yeah. And <laughs> all I could think of was, oh, geez, I'm not going to make it over that wall. Like, there's no way. And it, it, it felt for ages that, mm. you know what I mean? It was like These so motion. Like oh, it was unreal. And it, I, and it kept coming up, coming up, coming up. And next thing, I got it within the last meter. And at this stage, I was just in against the wall. And every one of the captains on the wall just stood up like that. And I thought, please don't fall. And just as I went by them, they all sat straight back down. Fuck. And cracked, just all of them was cracked the mortar at the top of them. And was everyone there? Oh. Everyone ran that way because everyone said they looked up and the whole crane was after lying completely over. And is there a lot of power in the slough? That one, no. That, that, I don't know why that one, that, that one had awful, was awful weak. It had power, but the whole, the whole tower twist. And sometimes you can get configurations like that. Like. They need the twist. They need they have flexibility. To flexibility. If you don't have flexibility, you have snap. So <laughs> I'd rather have flexibility. I, <laughs> so is a bigger crane than tower crane, say, what we're talking about now, obviously is easier to drive because you have more power in your slew. Yes and no. Um, depends on the crane. Depends on who's after having it before you. Why, what would they, would they, can oh, they, they mess with the settings? They could, no, they could have been raping it for two years on the slew. Like doing, like banging on the brake. Like, the brake on them is a park brake. It's not, it's like, it's like having a handbrake in a car. You don't, you, you're, you're not meant to use it for going around the place. You're only meant to use it to stop and hold. Oh, okay. So they use it to If they'd come around, you, you'd, bang the, you'd bang the brake and it'd just lock everything up. And then, and then she'd start banging left and right. And, but some lads use that and it's a bad way to do it. So who taught you how to work it? Nobody, really. That's been, I, I ended up about a few months after uh, a, few, a few months after I was up with Fred up that that crane, I was banking a crane in James Street. Won't say the company, and um, went up the went up the sorry, it was a Thursday Thursday morning or Friday morning, Friday morning. We had seventy two meters of concrete to pour by skip, and your man had said to us, lads, if you could be in for five o'clock, very it's a job and knock. Thirty minutes done, you're out of here because there's nothing we can do. It's a top floor. Mm. I said, yeah, yeah, grand. Turn in at five o'clock, no driver. Paddy was after getting bed in the Thursday night and Paddy was <laughs> fond of a few whiskeys. <laughs> so no one there. <laughs> no one there. It was just you. And he says to me, I seen you driving diggers and that, do you fancy going off? I said, Jesus, like, you know what I mean? I said, don't even know how to start this work, really, like, because it's electric. There's no engine, like, up there. There's no engine? No, it's all electric motor. So the electric motor, no hydraulics? No. No, everyone's electric motor. I didn't know that. An odd crane has a hydraulic ram, Luffin cranes. They're only newting. But the bulk of towers are all. So could motor. you be in the middle of a lift and next thing a power cut? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What did you do then? Yeah. Sit and wait. <laughs> Even if it's just dangling. <laughs> but see, normally though, we're on, normally you're on generator. You're not on, you're not on um, mains power. Okay, yeah. For that, for a lot of reasons. Because the ESB actually don't want you pulling out a grid that much. Would they use a lot of it? Yeah, the, 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 like on three phase, they take a serious amount of power to start slew. If you start slewing, trolleying and heisting at the same time, you can hear a 220 kV, Jenny, just go right down. Wow. 
How do you get them up? How do they put up the big ones? Eh, simple. It goes up tower by tower by tower. You put on your slew ring. Then you put on your counter jib. The crane lays back. How are they anchored? Oh, they're, sorry, there's anchor points in the ground. We, you put in a base. It's concrete. So you have, two, you have two different types of bases. You have a base based on a freestanding base, we call it, with blocks at the bottom. And then you have an anchor base, which is anchored into concrete. So they have to pour a base for it? Yeah, regardless. So it's a permanent structure then, kind of, for the... Well, it goes, it, what we call is temporary works, or permanent works, can be either either. But you normally leave them a foot underneath the actual slab, then just cover them over concrete. And that's it. You never even know there was crane there. Did you ever see the lads on the cranes on the skyscrapers? Like up on the skyscrapers? Yeah, yeah that was, I've always wanted to do them now, I have to say. That was kind of... Would that, would that you, you'd look at that and go, I'd love to do that. Yeah, yeah. Well, see, they don't climb that, fi- that fi- high though. Because they go up in the up the lift, walk out, get into the, they have a platform out, get into their, get into their um, tr- tower and climb the last six, five or six sections. What's the biggest crane you're on? Um, freestand, uh, biggest as in highest. Yeah, uh, eighty-six meters. Eighty-six meters. Yeah, five fifty Lieber up in Houston Station. Sorry, Crossroads Houston Station. Are Lieber the ones that make the best ones? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Some lads would say no. They hate Latronics. The Latronic was a, a model that were just difficult. But if you got to know them, I always found them a joy to work. But I know an awful lot of older drivers that hated them because the old step, the old, the old levers had steps. So if you wanted to come down, you'd often hear an older banksman saying, "Come down in two. Yeah. So that meant second step. And was or, that a function on it? Yeah, yeah. So click, 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 click. Oh, okay, yeah, so yeah. So steps. Yeah, you know what I mean. Or you come round and you can come round in certain steps, but they were tro- they were throttle based. Okay. So everything was feel. Yeah. And but I kind of I look, I just like them. I thought they were always lovely cranes to drive. And how long did you stay on them until you went, fuck this, I, uh, I'm sick of it? Or did you, why no, did you leave it? I didn't, yeah. I, I, so we were on them in 05, 06, up until 08. 08 came, crash came, went off them until 10. Then I was in the job in Port Leash. Um, then went off it again till 15. Again, there was no other cranes up. Went driving Arctics and trucks and hated them from day one. Hated the Arctics? Yeah. Didn't like being a stone cold cowboy. Only ever got only ever got a license because there was a road being built down the road and I knew it'd get work off because my old fellow's working for your man. So I'm a tipper. Yeah. And he asked me to go through to the, the Arctic and I think I had the license for three or four days and he had me up pulling a <laughs> on a low loader with a forty seventh on crusher behind me like it. Yeah. 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 And uh, but I just it, they never appealed to me. Yeah. They just you know Every day I mean? felt like too much work. No, you just never know what was going to go wrong. Something's going to go wrong. At some point, something's going to go wrong. You couldn't. So you were always there, oh, I just want to get back in the crane. I want to get back in the crane. Yeah. And then 2000, I went working for Monaghan Mushrooms in 2014, driving an Arctic because there was no other work. And mushrooms? Sorry, 13. Yeah, mushroom compost. What? what explain that now. What? Mushroom compost. Yeah. So mushroom compost, you know, mushrooms are in tunnels. Yeah. So you put a compost underneath them. And then you put a layer of case, what they call casing on top, is basically raw bog with, I think it's lime mixed through it. And then they get pumped into the mushroom houses. And then we, we just, we'd we bring the compost to the farms. Like. And where'd you get it? Uh, Carberry. Out, outside the Eden Dairy. Of course. Mm. They, that his man on mushrooms owned that. And are they going to stop that now, Eamon Rain? 
I don't know. Are we going to have no mushrooms now? I don't know. That's that. It is a good question because there was a question of horticulture peak, like, and that is horticulture. Yeah. So I don't know what's going to happen there. That's weird, isn't it? Yeah, I actually meant to, I, don't, I don't know anyone. Because it does fall it. under that kind of a. Yeah, yeah. So what what way are they going to work it? I I presume because it's a food production, there's an exemption, but I don't know for definite. And how did you get back on a crane then? A friend of mine started a job over in Portleash in 2015 early and they were putting up a tower crane and phoned me and just said, look, lads are putting up a tower crane here, do you want to go on it? Were you buzzing? Oh yeah, get back a crane. Like it, it was great comfort, you know what I mean? You knew where you were every day. You knew what you were doing. You knew what you were doing and it was just easy. Yeah. And it was, you know, and then I went from there to Kevin Street uh, driving another tower crane for Rattigans. And I went from there down to Poolbeg. Driving two big Luffin tower cranes. Luffin is Luffin just a different make. Jib comes up and down. Okay. Um, so you don't have a trolley anymore. Jib's up and down, but they were huge. They were hundred tonners. Why they are could, they used? What's the addition of them? Just the extra weight or stronger? Uh, no, they can lift right beside each other. Okay. So they can be literally like the, these two cranes were, even though they had 60 meter sticks on them, they were able to work within 30, 35 meters of each other because they're pulled up all the time. All right, okay. But they're animals. So they, 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 were, pull, they, they were pull up to make more room. Yeah, yeah. But they're also animals for to lift. Like, do you know what I mean? So they're, they're better lifters. Like, these things could lift 100 ton. No way. Yeah. 100 yeah. ton? These were, yeah, I think I think they have the record for the most amount of ton, tonnage lifted in Ireland for, they lifted two big compression tanks up onto the top of that pool bag. That's a lot of weight. That's a serious one to it. No bother to it. No, I wasn't there to deadlift the two of them. I would have liked them. I would have, I would have enjoyed driving at least one of them for doing it. And when you're lifting something heavy like that, do you have different lower gears that you can go yeah, into? Yeah, so you go in for settings, like, you know what I mean? You turn down your clutches and you turn down for... In your standard tower crane, you wouldn't have that. You'd have one super lift if you look for a little bit more. It'll slow down, the, slow down your gear ratio and give you, give you a better lift, like. When you get up every day, do you check... To make sure it's not going to break or cracks or well, you do your checks. I suppose the main question is, how the fuck did you end up with your own? Yeah, so back after pool bag, I decided, you know what, I'm coming in every day, making someone else money. Let's let's go from something myself, and I wanted to do something for myself for a long time. Had this woeful idea that. Once you're director of a company, it was easy. <laughs> it was, and I think I'd say it's probably the one mistake everybody makes that goes into their own business. Yeah. Unless you have a guaranteed contract that you can go guaranteed in to make money. Um, yeah. And it's just, it's hard to get it when you don't have a machine. And Yeah. So yeah. I went into, I, I decided, the one thing I'd noticed when I came back in 2015 early was, the first question was asked on that job was, is there anyone here an appointed person? What does that mean? Point a person is someone that creates lift plans, plans out job sites to do for what crane you need, how stuff should be done, how stuff should be lifted. Okay. And I said no. And I went on to the next job and the same question was asked again. So I thought, yeah, this is starting to become a thing now. So I looked into it and I went down and done, I phoned the man that was doing it. His name was Damien Riley, and phoned them, booked into the course, done it, passed it. And without me on doing lift plans. So you were just going to different types, sites and telling people what crane they needed, where it had yeah. to go and all that stuff. Yeah. Which is actually, was good money. Um, And I, then I was hiring myself. Did you wear the stuff? Did you walk in now? Were you the intimidating looking lad? 
No, I just this and I would give. You know, I mean? <laughs> you know the guy I'm talking yeah, about. I don't like yeah, you. You everybody, see him, don't you? Everybody knows that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I just go in. You know, I mean, it depends on what. There was so many different aspects to it that I didn't even realize at the time. To be honest, like you can for the tower crane side, things was a piece of piss. Really was like it just you you don't get to decide what size crane they need because the engineer already has done it. So they just tell you what the crane can lift to what it can't lift. Give you a chart. You work off that. I'd already know the weights. Done a full picturesque lift pan and go from there. Yeah. The mobile crane side things is so much different. You now have to worry about ground conditions. Well, you don't. By law, you actually don't. It's actually on the client. Okay. But you still do at the same time. And there's way more variables because it's only for way that more day. Or... And then you can go on half rig. And then that changes your... What's half rig? Well, you only half the outriggers out. Compared to full outriggers. Oh, what's so the difference? Well, you have less of a footprint. So you're, you're bringing back your chart an awful lot more. Are you talking out, out yeah, yeah. or just yeah. putting more of them out? No, no, no. So you have only four outriggers yeah. on your mobile crane. So you can only go half ways instead of full ways. Oh. So we call that a half rig. Isn't that better to do it all the way out? Oh, but she don't have there the room. Is, but if you didn't have the room. Okay. Like I had one, the, the, in fairness, the newer cranes are becoming brilliant. They can, like the newer cranes have, we call now variable outriggers. So this outrigger could be down, straight down, no, not even out. And the two back ones then could be out fully. And the crane will know when it's lifting out over this one, it reduces itself automatically. No way. And when it comes around, it lifts over that one. So what, sensors on each rig? Yeah, obviously. yeah. So it can tell where the pressure is and does it automatically Well, is that where in? the pressure is? It's, it's, where the, it's where the crane is pointing out over. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So when the crane's lifting out over a short rigger, it obviously, that's where it needs its most strength. So it'll derate itself over, that, over a short rig. And then when you go back to lift over a full rig, it'll let it out. It'll give you more of a, more of a rating. So it just won't let you go over a certain distance or height when yeah, well, not this or height, it's weight. It's all weight. So it, the minute you put the weight on, it'll go, no, I'm not lifting yeah. this. So it'll tell you on the screen what you're good for. And then, will it stop you from lifting? Yeah, yeah. yeah. She'll okay. knock you out. Want to turn oh, that's cool. Yeah. You can override it, but you really don't want to. You've overrated it, haven't you? Ah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I plead the fifth. <laughs> so you... Yeah, we'll edit that one up. Yeah, we'll <laughs> <laughs> um, We're not in now. <laughs> so with, you were doing up these plans and seeing yeah. what could go out, how much footprint print you needed. And how long yeah. were you doing that until you decided... Still, we still do it. Still we big still part of the business. Um, we still go in and... Like I still make, I make lift plans for other people's cranes, which yeah. sounds mad, but it's, it's money for jam, to be honest with you. So that's the bottom line. Jeez. We were, we were cross-hiring cranes, um, left, right and center. Well, not left, right and center, but we were cross-hiring enough for it starting to take on where a company had said to us, any chance you look after that? You just go hire the crane, do the paperwork, do everything. And then I was kind of looking, thinking, why, why are we? Hiring uh, someone when yeah. I can get it myself. So I... Heard of a crane coming into overseas plant and export in road. But had you drove the wheel cranes at this Not time? Not much. DSB uh, had put up a new job up in what the f Mount Street. Uh, Mount, yeah, up around Mount Street. No, Mount Street's not right. The one at the casino. It's Fitzwilliam Street. 
I don't know. There was, six there was six tower crowns in the job. It was one of the tightest jobs in it. Well, I stood everyone in tower crowns on okay. behalf of PJ Hegarty's. Oh. And um, we stood, sorry, there were seven at one. We, we moved, I took one down and moved it. So all to all, there were seven actual tower crowns. And I looked after that from start to finish. As in putting them up, taking them down. Mm. We had, I looked after the crane supervisor a bit in it. Not much. And then we, I had another girl go in and she took over as a crane supervisor, AP in there. Uh, you were telling me that a girl knows how to do that stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no. You've heard it here first, everyone. Yeah. No. <laughs> there is a unicorn lady going out, <laughs> checking name. tower cranes, doing up plans. And her name is February. Um, February is that a real name? Yeah, that's that a cool name. name. Yeah. And she's deadly now. She actually doesn't work for me anymore. She's gone to John Paul's, but they're good. They're looking at her. She's, she was shit hot. That's cool. And what I what I actually really liked about her was, she, if she didn't know something, she wasn't afraid to pick up the phone and ring you. Yeah. She didn't blag it and think, should we take a chance on it? Like, you know, not thinking you can take a chance at though. Oh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. 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 So, a, a crane came in, you were just looking on, where do you look for cranes? Are they uh, on deal? No, what had happened was, the crane man I actually had on hire on this job said to me, Overseas implant are bringing in a hundred tonner. I said, all right. And I kind of, he didn't realize I was, the, so I was I had this lot in higher. He didn't realize I was looking at the time. He probably mm. wouldn't have told me, I'd say, to be honest. But anyways, I, I don't know. Maybe he would have. But he, um, I made the phone call. I said, I hear Pat, you, you hear you have a crane coming in, you know, and we'll, let's go for it. Shit in the power, get um, off it. Yeah. So I said, I, I wanted to, I wanted to dry, dry hire for six months to a year. Dip my toe in without putting my knee in. Yeah. And he wouldn't do it. And yet, I knew it was crane that would really suit it, like. So he said, just why did buy the fucking thing, Derek? Like, I said, Pat, it's very north of 250,000, like, you know what I mean? This plus fat, like, it's not... Uh, it's not a small amount of money. Said, They're not going to give it to me, like, there's not a hope. Now I was f three... What's this? What's that? 2023. So I got it in 2022. So I was in business five years at this stage, four to five years. I had every battery, I had every, I had all my tax stuff up to date. Mm. Showed profits, showed everything. Got um, loads of promise letters for work. And the hard part is that nobody wants you to give you your first one. But anyone will give you your second one. Yeah. Which is absolutely bonkers. It is bonkers. It's like the banks. They only yeah. give you an umbrella when it's not raining. Yeah. Like it's absolutely mad. So we just we uh, yeah we went went to went to two three finance companies one turned us down said no we don't do it next thing I just said ah the other two are going to be the same like, patterns on the graduation on the grand hair business when do you want to pick up that grand really that quick and that was a scary part about it. all of a sudden we were had cranes yeah so when you picked it up how long before you started working it um picked it up on the Thursday and I was on site on Monday. Working it. Yeah. Done four days on that side. You yourself, obviously. Oh, yeah. You Me, took, myself, you all took the, the reins on that. I have two brothers that are both crane drivers. Crane driving family. It's like us. Uh, we're loggers. Yeah. What's, yeah. The, what's the make of the, the crane? Uh, Lieber LTM 1100. Ma, pick that up. I want to see it. You That's cool, though. Yeah, no. So, it is. were you buzzing the first day now that you finished oh, your day's work? Or were you, were you bad at it for the first day getting used to it? I don't know, because it, it was no different to drive any other crane. Once it's rigged, the easy part to do is drive it after rigging it. Yeah, but when, when I go up into a new machine, 
and I've drove forwarders in my lifetime. The first time I drive a different forwarder. Yeah, it's a little bit jerky. different. And, yeah. and you're all over the place. Ah, well, you won't be all over the place because everything's much the same. Just, right, fair enough. The, you could be, your your head up and down could be could be fast. Your slew could be jumpy. But it was it is extremely um, smooth. Like, it's that, that's what I re- always liked about it. It's it slew was smooth. Everything was smooth. The crane was well looked after. It was a previous Irish owner. Yeah. So that's, you know, and you could tell that I got one or two to look at it and it was, everyone even said it, like it's, there was one weep underneath it, like of, of a rat steering around. Sorry, is uh, this it? No, I wish it was. <laughs> Jesus, that's fucking fancy. Yeah. Go into LTM 1100-5.2. LTM 1100-5.2. Put on the search bar up there, up top you'll get oh, it. So when you say, so you started working at them. Yeah. And how do you start getting work or you were still getting so the job? So I you went, go in, I'll do that. I went I'll to a lot of, uh, I went to a lot of my clients, told them what I was planning. I said, is there any point in doing, I didn't just jump in, go hell for letter. I tested the waters and rang, phoned up a good few lads I would have known from the AP side. I said, look, we're thinking of going in, will you do it? And I'd say 50, 100 of them that said yes, 100% of them said yes, 50, 50, 40%, 50% came true. Okay. But you kind of had that in your head anyway. Yeah. But like even, even for people that would have said, oh yeah, definitely we'll, we, then when it comes to, when, when, when bike comes to crunch, you know what I mean? It doesn't, oh no, we're with them now, we'll stick with them. If they're happy with them, they don't even want to jump. And did you find it? Did you find it easier then to price jobs and stuff because that's what you were at? Or was it yeah, totally to a, different? to a certain extent, yeah. Um, see, the best about mobile cranes is it's a minimum hire. So but the reason I like the 100 is because it can do the smaller crane work if it has to. I don't really like it doing it because it's not earning its potential. Like, you know what I mean? That crane has the ability to earn whatever it may be a day at 13, 1400 quid. Hmm. If you're out with a 50 ton crane, you're only earning 750 a day. So it's, but when you say a day, you've obviously had to go up a day or two before that and check the job out, look at the job, plan it out. Yeah. So most of the time you would, yeah, depending on where you're going. And would you have a lot of, say, when we were on the lorries, oh, has there ever been a lorry in there? Oh, yeah, yeah, there's been a lorry in there. And it probably was a tiny little tipper and you're in with your well, my problem, Yeah, well, my problem is, oh, we have, we've, had eight, we've had eight wheelers in here now. And I said, yeah, the eight wheeler carries 26 ton of gravel, like, or 23 ton of gravel. Yeah. I but they don't look like they have the best traction. Yeah, forgive my knowledge on cranes here. Let me know if any of these are them. Like, they don't look like they have great... Like, would they spin on a dog shy? Yeah, but you can lock... There's six-wheel drive, so you can lock another two axles. So, let me see there for a second. What's that one? Is that it there? Uh, where are we looking? No, too old. Too old? Yeah. Okay, because there's 4.2s, there's 5.2s here, 5.1s. The fucking size of them. Can you just Google my, my the name of the company? It should come up on that. Yeah, no problem. Oh, no, actually it won't, sorry. Okay. Can you can you go on Facebook? Can you find it on Facebook, no? Uh, I'll take, what's your Facebook? Uh, just put in Dowling Crane Services. Dowling Crane Services, cool. Yeah. So if you had to, if you had a dream dig one of them to buy, what would it be? Um, That's a very hard question. Because like, if you had a... I'd love to buy one of them on 10s, and i tell you why, because if you're doing small crane work, you can run them on zero ballast. I can't run my crane on zero ballast. Zero ballast means you have to have the weights on the back? No, zero ballast means you have to fuck everything off and run her as literally six 
rate ton an axle. Where I can, sorry, I think it's eight, but I can, for because I've eight ton, if we can get my crane up, I'll show you. Because I've eight ton of ballast fixed, I have to leave a slab on the deck up near the front to balance out. So how do, how do you take them on and off when you get to the crane? Your own crane? Oh, no, yeah, yeah, sorry. If, if you, yeah, if you, um, when you get sight, you set your outriggers out, level your crane, slew around, and you slew it to three degrees. And there's a button inside, you drop your, your two rams come down in between the ballast. This yours? That's it. That's it? Yeah. That's your crane, exactly. That's it, yeah. I was on full flight at that. It's way different up the top than I thought. Well, see, that. don't forget, that's fly jib sitting on the side of it now. That's, uh, that's uh, what we call fly. So I was out at 46 metres that day. 46 metre radius over a building. Fucking hell. So I had 71 metres of stick all told out that day. And is there, like, can you see through the roof? Oh, yeah. Glass, yeah. And how do you, know, what's in the, what's it like inside in the cab? Like, how do you know where you're, like, can you see sensors to say on them rams? That yeah, so you, they'll tell you, they will tell you um, outrigger pressures. So I'd say if I'm getting light on the back, you'll, you'll, it'll beep at you with three ton. But you're so used to it now, you'd feel it, wouldn't you? Um, you'd want to be at zero before you'd feel it, like. Really? Yeah. yeah. And like, would she be getting? Yeah, she'd, yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah. I might have um, That's fucking mad Tell me Hey Have you had a close one? As in like, like when you go to a place Like how do you know The ground's not going to fall in on you? Like, you don't uh, Probably that one Yeah I do I have one I was lifting something over a house Like you could have everything done right and Next thing the ground just Caves yeah, in And that's what happened up there So what do you do then? Keep going Get it off it Yeah I was lifting in over a house one time And I said I, I said We'll call him Jack I said, Jack, uh, can we get that down out of the air there, please? Is she wrong? Yeah, I said, who's an outrigger here? And you could see it sinking. You could see it going down? Yeah. You could see it on the computer as well. The computer was telling you, like, it was, so you, could, you could see it inching around. When I, when I see that, mm-hmm. so when you go down a little bit at the outrigger, that's a lot up there. Oh, fucking sure it is, yeah. Like, that's got the, her down. Once you got her down, got the weight off it. She was gone about, rigor, I think by the time we pulled up, the rigor was gone about a foot. And but at that a, point, there was no point coming back because at that point you're putting more force. In the yeah, rigor. you have to let it down. Yeah, so therefore it was just get it off the chains. There's no point worrying about. We, that's the key to not rigging it too high in the air because the wheels start grabbing it on the way down. Yeah, but if you had the if you, like you could put the wheels stupid height off the ground, but then by the time you sink down to get the, for them wheels to grab it, now lads that say the wheel shouldn't be they shouldn't be grabbing it, but if the ground if the ground goes the ground goes. There's nothing anyone could do. Nobody set up to say, I know that ground's going to go. Because no, I didn't know Of course, of course you wouldn't. Do you know what I mean? The ground was good. It was just whatever happened that day. So just, when you go in somewhere with concrete, you're there, oh, this is lovely. Yeah, but you, I, we've punched through concrete too, like. Really? Yeah, because how many footpaths in the road, how many, many council footpaths do you see them putting steel in the middle of it? None. Not too fucking many. No. You want to think about it. No. None. And then it could be after whacking little small whacker plate after whacking a bit of sand and 804 in, there could be a gap of fucking inch and a half. What's the weirdest job you ever done? Uh, weirdest. Didn't lift any sex rooms into the back no, of any houses, no, no, right? Yeah, no, Pleasure we, rooms or yeah, something. No, we. I lifted a table and a chandelier up into a penthouse apartment in Dublin here a few weeks ago. Ah, fuck off. Yeah. yeah. So someone hired you to drive up to Dublin, <laughs> yeah. park up, park up and lift on the street sh- and lift up um, 
it was a chandelier, massive fucking chandelier. And uh, what else was in it? The ostentatious piece of shit. Oh, he was delighted. I'm just thinking about this cunt, right? Going into a shop going, I want that chandelier. It's not going to fit up the stairs. I'll hire a crane. (laughs) It's probably going to cost you over 1,200 euro a day. I don't give a fuck. Didn't stop at it. Really? Yeah, yeah. We tried to bring a banksman with me as well. Can you just pull up on the street without telling anyone? Absolutely not. Did I? Yes. (laughs) 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 Had the guards ever said, hey, come on, you're holding up the whole place? No. And we didn't. We done a job in a certain street in Dublin one time, and we had a lane closure. It wasn't me? Uh, well, sorry, it was me, but it wasn't my crane. We had a big crane, f- uh, four hundred and fifty or five hundred ton crane, taking down a tower crane, and uh, I got a phone call. Say, uh, Derek, uh, we have a problem here. Well, number one, I hadn't left the house because I slept in, which only happens once a year or that. And well, you know, if you get a good name for getting up in the morning, you can stay in yeah, bed all day. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, literally, the worst morning ever. I didn't wake up. Next thing, the best thing that ever happened to me was there's a car parked over and we can't close we can't close the lane. And I said, close the road. He said, what? I said, close the road. He said, how can we close the road? I said, easily. He said, get the boys to put up more signage and do a loop. No, we're not allowed to do that. I said, we are allowed to do that. He said, who said? I said, I said. And I fought with your man on the phone for 10 minutes. And then I rang, then I got him to ring his boss. Yeah. And he rang me and I said, I'll sign off Close the road. I said, I'm fucked if I'm sending away a 500 ton grain because someone has to drive around the block to about 300 yards. Then, is there any jobs that you've said, I can't do that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's only a 100 ton crane with 52 meter stick. Like, would there ever be ones that you could lift, but you're going, No, that's too dicey or too awkward? Yeah, private jobs are the worst because, like, hiring a crane, you're, you're hiring with hiring a crane, there's two terms of. Of hiring a crane, it's standard hire contract lift, and nobody's going to pay you for contract lift. But even if they did, and something went wrong, normally it's the ground that goes wrong. Yeah, and I can't be responsible for your ground. Obviously. So therefore, it's going to be your fault. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, like as long as I do my job right, your it's your fault. Yeah. But so that's where it gets grey. So what happens if um like what do you lift mostly? Like what you oh, I could be lifting anything. What's like I, I'm lifting a forty foot container tomorrow. I'm lifting. I lifted three Skellig trailers today. What's what? Why? Ske- the container trailers to come in stacked on top of each other. Are you just lifting them off? Lifting them off. Like you know, I could be literally lifting anything. Could be lifting air handling units up onto a roof. <laughs> Table, so, tables up into posh fuckers. Apartments. So how long are you in business now with your own crane? I know you're in business uh, before that, but with eighteen your own months. Crane. Eighteen months. Eighteen months in, yeah. And are you loving it? Uh, yes and no. What do you not like about it? There's a lot to be said for having your week's wages at the end of the week. And knowing that you can go home and not worry about a single thing. Not worry about tires, not worry about hoses, not worry about next week's, the st- not even worry, but the stress of, right, where am I going to find work next week? Where am I, do you know what I mean? It's, See, you're, you're, you're competing with all the big guys. Yeah. But, it has to be nicer for the normal person to deal with a personal person like you. But when you're dealing with a lot of big building contractor crowds, it is all who you know, though, isn't it? A lot of that has always been. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. You know, lads only like to work with certain lads and yeah. they, they keep in with them. And well, Saying that too, though, in fairness, like there is a lot of lads that rather work with the smaller lad. It's not all out. 
Like I would have certain companies that ring me instead of ringing someone else. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Or ring me and say, oh, well, I'm using such a lad now and he's a fucking arsehole or, do you know what I mean? Like, don't, with using the bigger, bigger companies, you're normally talking big overtime rates and there's frills. It's kind of like using the bigger, going into the bigger restaurants. Yeah. There's frills and charges everywhere. Of course. And I remember I got a phone call one time off a uh, QS and he says, any chance you'll um, give us a bit of a haircut like off that? Or, do you know what I mean? That's the prices of the big lads. And I said, yeah, but uh, I mean, I've only one grain. They they should be able to give you a smaller price. Yeah. And I said, do you ever think of it that way? Like I said, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, but like you're a man on your own. I said, exactly. I said, it's fucking harder for me. You know, you take any other, any, any of the big grain air companies can put out, like some of them have 20, 30 grains. If they have 20 of them cranes out that day, they're making an... So do you feel an awful lot of pressure having to do everything yourself now? Uh, I won't say an awful lot of pressure. I'm not that type of fella that you know, gets bogged down. It, it, I, I take it on the chin and roll with the bunches, but... That doesn't mean that there's not pressure, though. Yeah. Like, it, it's still... Like I said, what I, meant, what I meant earlier was there's a lot to be said for being able to go home and chat to the kids or chat to her and not worry about different things. No one ever sees the the hidden work that's involved in having your own business. Yeah. Everyone looks at and goes, hey, look at Derek, the cunt. Yeah. With his big fucking crane, making a heap of money. They don't see you at night time and you're only getting home and you're fucking bollocks tired. And then you're going onto the computer to do a lift plan for some yeah. fucking, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like I've often walked in the door and straight in through to the office and sat in the office for two or three hours doing pepper. And she, yeah. uh, Debbie does all the books now, so that kind of takes that shite away from me. Kids? What age? Um, 11 and 14. And by your girls? One of each. One of each? Yeah. Uh, mad into cranes? Little one, yeah. Little one? Yeah. Yeah, she knows the difference of tower cranes, luffing cranes, fucking... That's yeah. mad, isn't it? And she will drive. She can, can at the minute. Really? Yeah, yeah, she can at the minute, yeah. Hey, you have a little worker now coming oh, along. Oh, yeah, I know. You'll be sitting in the office <laughs> for fucking six hours a day. You go, Debbie, <laughs> I'll do this. Yeah. The little one's out yeah. driving the crane. Yeah, the sooner the better. She would, I want a 500 ton crane. Yeah. <laughs> well, right, we I don't make, want this small ship work. If we can make a pay, we'll do it. But can you can you just look up, Matt, um, tower crane? No, what are they? Crane accidents. Yeah, truck crane accidents into um, truck crane accidents, and I'm going to ask you a few questions because I watch these right, and they look so dramatic, <laughs> right? And I'm just going to say, do you know what they done wrong? Because some try. of some of them look like God, that that was stupid. Like that looked like awful stupid. The, the bulk of them are out in oh, I don't want to call them third world countries, but the bulk of them are out in different countries that really Brazil the, and Colombia do have massive fucking. Yeah, do you know they fuck donkeys? <laughs> in, 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 I see. I heard this in your Instagram the other day. I laugh. only found out this yesterday, right? I only found out this yesterday in Colombia. I am not saying all oh, Colombians fuck donkeys, but it's a cultural thing because they're so religious. The women, as a norm, don't have sex before marriage. And the doctors, when the young lads are getting all horny and getting all randy, they say to them, "Go fuck a donkey." And it's totally normal for them to fuck a donkey. And if you look on YouTube, there's a Vice program where they go out to Colombia to see if this is true. And it's totally normal. And there's these little 11-year-olds talking about how they go fuck a donkey. And there's lads that are married with kids saying, the wives are saying, oh, look, it's, it's, it's okay. Like, they like to get their 
little little fix with the donkey. But once you get married, you can't be fucking it's donkeys anymore. You can't fuck the donkeys anymore once you're married. It's totally real. I'm not being racist. This is factual. And if it's a lie, it's not a lie of mine. Please just don't search on YouTube fucking donkeys. No, it it but yeah. Don't fuck the yeah. part up next but, week. But it is true. It is true. Okay, so can you tell me which ones you want? Oh look, they're all so good. <laughs> see that see that bomb on straight away. This one. Yeah, that's stupidity. That's what that is. Right. Let's see that. Let's see this. All right. You can see this on YouTube now. And if you're not watching on YouTube, you may just deal with it. Are there machine reactions, are there? Where's the crane? So you might have to fast forward there. I think that's machinery in general. We have to find the crane ones because there's loads of them. <laughs> oh, look at this fucking Egypt. Keep looking for the crane ones. Yeah. But, like, have you ever lifted anything off a boat? I've lifted boats. Have I ever lifted Out boat? of water? Yeah. Is that hard? Because they go... Uh, um, oh, let me think now. No, I don't know. Not really. No. Just have to be very careful when the weight's coming on you because they're buoyancy like. They just keep taking them up slow and eventually they'll come. I wouldn't like to be sitting on the side of a fucking the ocean where crane and no see the that's what I mean like you, you want to be back a bit like you don't want to be fucking in top of that that that, that wall that pier wall was never meant for, for a rig that way never Cause that, so that could crumble of course could no it was built with when men were men like in fairness the stuff sheep that, were nervous so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like it was built back in years here's one see the, the, that's actually very same as my crane there now that's by the way that is literally I think that's identical Right, what's going on here now? Oh, look, look. That's the ground giveaway, yeah? Yeah, everything went wrong there. He didn't anticipate the weight of that joke, did he? No. Trees are lethal. <gasps> Fucking hell. But do you know what else he's done? Look, look. I see his outriggers there were sliding in. He yeah. Didn't, he didn't have them locked. That's what, So that's what he done wrong? Well, yeah, I'm not saying that's exactly what he done wrong, but the ground giveaway... He didn't know the way of it, did he? Well, he did, but I'd say he's on the key. So do you reckon it's going to be the ground riggers going to give away in that? No, I'd say by this one, she's going to come over. She's just going to fucking roll. Is that because I he didn't anticipate the way? No, he knows the way. He has a chart and all he's doing is letting her out and down. But he's going down into a hole with that. And at the point it comes... Like if you is that because he's going out? Yeah, he's going out and he's not going to save him there. No, I, I could be completely wrong. I'm just guessing the, by looking at the video. Because the batter of the ground looks very good. Condition around looks actually very good as well. So if you were to go out there, would you be down in that hole measuring? No, what I do is just measure out the... See, here she goes. Look, she just went over. Oh, jeez, he's going to be killed. <gasps> yeah. Did so, he just fall out? Probably. <laughs> Did he just <laughs> fell out? This here now. Look, on she goes. Can you see that going already? Yeah. Look at the size of it. Oh, look, it's lifting. So he's reversing now. Oh, my God. But I don't know. See that one there. He might actually have the full weight. I don't know what's going on there. But I, he I reckon. Goes, I remember seeing this one before. He goes over fairly quick. When these are videoing, they obviously know this is a dicey law because that's why some cunts video. Yeah. <laughs> but then again, every every time we do a lift, look here she goes. Good night. Oh lord. Why doesn't he just put it down? No, he's he's in, he's at the point of no return. Really? Yeah, yeah. He's up in the height. Look, there's just no stopping that from there. No. <gasps> Oh, fuck. Oh, lads. But Jesus. Fuck, that's nasty. So the rule, the rule of thumb normally is 
um, fifth is normally when you're the regulations say when you're at the point of no return, you should be at half your capacity. What that means is if that is judged to be 50 ton, that you should be capable of lifting 100. But you also have to obey by it to some extent. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, he, he had, he was, everything was balls out there. Yeah. He was at maximum. Yeah. And of course, when he started reversing, obviously the weight, he was tracking with full weight on. Now, I don't know, crawlers wouldn't be my forte. They were crawler grounds. So, some job trying to get them set up and. Oh, you need serious room. But they're serious. They're animals to lift. That one fucking fairly fucked it up. Like that one, there's one, there was one in Intel this year. And it was, of them? Yeah, uh, 13, 1350 ton, I think it was. But I'd say they're handy for moving around. You can move them around, say. Yeah, but you wouldn't move that thing around. Like, there's a picture of one on my phone, and it's, there's a bottle sitting beside it, and the top of the bottle, Larry, isn't even up to the bottom of the cap. That's how high the cap is off the ground. Fuck. Like, you don't track that thing around. You do track it around, but you don't. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's that much, like, there's that much to, there's, it's that big, you nearly can't track it around anyway. Do you like driving it around the road? Yeah, I don't mind. You must get young lads looking at you the whole time. Yeah, or if you pull in somewhere, like, if you pull in somewhere, start doing a lift in the house instead. The amount of camera phones. Out. Can I come with you someday? Oh, absolutely. Can I drive it? On the side, on the road. Uh, well, you have a you have a license, though. Yeah, I have a license. Yeah, 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 Can I drive it on the side, like? Yeah. I don't dr- to drive it, like. Yeah, the, on the levers. Yeah. Yeah. I fucking love that. <laughs> That's <laughs> it's, cool. It, it, it's all about deflection. Um, it's all when you're taking heavy loads. It's all about holding holding your radius. So your radius is from the center of your slewering to the center of your load, center of your hook block. That's and the crane tells you that. So it yeah. has thousands of sensors on it so but basically when you start taking when you start pulling up on your rope when, you, when someone, you're ready to lift something your jib starts to bend so what you have to start doing is then stop coming up in your rope start coming up in your jib hmm. so you're holding because if you kept if you kept coming up in the rope you're increasing your radius but your load isn't moving until the point that the load is off the ground and then it's just gone because it's going to find the center point hmm. of its radius so you have to hold that radius and that's where it gets tricky when you're at the point of no return, if you're top of a tower crane. Do you have a camera up there? No. Would it be Some lads if do. you did? Um, like when you have it all I, out, I, out, I, hear, out. I hear I hear, I hear Lieber have one, um, a camera. I don't know what it costs or anything else, but I do do I do hear to have one. We are cable. <laughs> I think it has well, to go Bluetooth. You you? Have your, well, you have, you see, every one of them have, have what we call a radius cable. So it's a, it's a cable on a drum with a spring and it goes up with the with the crane up with the jib like and it rolls itself up and the way down is but there that's, a wind thing up there yeah and a monitor yeah I've just looked up the, th- the top 15 on YouTube here and number 12 just cut a building in half <laughs> put up I want to see it I want to see it and is that it yeah, it is number 12 Jesus has a tower crane coming down it went through the building that's mental. Um, put up the one for Big Blue. This one is of Sean at every meeting. What every would you like to be doing and how, what would you like to have, say, in 10 years' time? If you, if you had your... A fat pension and being a beach. You wouldn't like to be doing it? <laughs> um, look at... You wouldn't uh, like 10 cranes, Ran? I'd like to be making a living and that's it. And what I mean by that is 
I'd love to have something for the kids to take over if they want it. Um, I think that's what every man wants though, isn't it? Yeah, probably. Um, whether it be Dylan or Leah or neither. If neither don't want it, we sell the company, we move on. Do you, do, you, do you love it or are you losing love for it? No, 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 no. I do, listen, for me it's work. And it is, I do I do find it interesting as well, but it is work. Yeah, but and here's the question. Right? This will answer a lot for me. When you're having a shy, <laughs> or when you're at home and you're watching television with the woman and then you're really not watching it, you're just spending yeah. time with him, why are you looking up on YouTube? Oh, no, nothing. I'd, I'd be playing with something on my phone and just... You wouldn't be watching cranes? No. See, I'm a loser, aren't I? Now, saying that too, if I was on Instagram and a crane page came up, I'd glance through, see what... Like, my interests have gone to what he has, to what I need, to... You know, I'd look at something and think, will that make me money? Like, and how, how will that make me money? Yeah. And that's kind of the business side of it coming out. And I can, like I say, if one of the kids wanted, they can have it. Like, we had our kids very young. Like, I'm 36. So she's only a chap. Yeah. Fuck, you're doing a lot better than me. I'm only a fucking loser of 42 years of age. Well, is this the one you wanted, though, sorry? Yeah, this is it, yeah. Okay. This is it. So, talk, now, before way, you go. Can I just say, there was two men killed in this. No way. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Three, they're, yeah. They're, on the, they're on the man basket over on the left-hand side. You What's might the see man them. man basket? Sounds gay. That, well, you know, if you had one someone a gay lad in it with you. No, off to the left, you'll, when you press play, you'll see it off on the left-hand side. He starts, he cla- I don't know, I don't actually know what happened here. I think it was wind, a wind force on the side of the jib. Is it a stadium? Yeah, roof of a stadium. You'll hear the creaks and bangs. Coming down now. Hear the wind? Yeah. So the wind just caught that? Wind side loaded the jib, apparently. So, sorry, just press pause one. Uh, now press pause there. Just where you press the pause button, you'll see in the background there, touch. That there's no up a bit, up 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 up. Yeah, around there. See that little black dot to the right there. Yeah. Yeah, that's two men in a basket in the height. No way. So what they're waiting for was, as far as I know, they're waiting for the roof to be dropped in, and they were going to bolt it. So now we're all around there again. Hear that? She's starting to track. Are they hanging out with a different crane? Yes. Hear the bang? Yeah. Yeah, look, we're starting to go. What's going on here? It looks like a thin unit at the bottom or something. Right? Oh my God. So now, now we see the black dot, now a lot yeah. more clearer. Look. Oh, lads. Them poor old devils, but I think both of them are killed. Yeah, it does say on the description, three iron workers killed. Three, was it? Yeah, well, yeah. So, it's not a, it's not a game you can fuck around with. No, but what a lot of people don't realize is stuff like this lands in in jewelry, as I'd call it, in the cuffs. Like if you don't do your job right and you hurt someone, are you meant to or not? You're meant to be a professional in what you're doing or well trained. Mm. One of my favorite ones I was trained and competent. Well, all lads are trained, but they're not competent. I get that. Like do you know what I mean? You see that probably as well as anyone else sees it. One. That's cool. Would you think you're after doing one hour there, would you? No. Isn't it go quick? Yeah, it does. Yeah. We done so? No. <laughs> no. I, I'll edit this out. <laughs> I'll edit that bit out. But um, no, that's cool. Like, So, you know you're Shay. 
Ah, look, every day is a school day, and anyone that thinks they know everything about it is stupid. So, and that I think that goes for everything. By the way, how far do you travel for your work? Oh anywhere? fuck, I've been in Mayo. I've uh, the counties I've been in: Loud, Mayo, Galway, Sligo, Dublin, obviously, everywhere in the Midlands, uh, Kilkenny, Tip. So you work everywhere. Yeah. And how do people find you? Uh, an awful lot of his word about. An awful lot of it is just he done one for us or he done something for me. And do you know what I mean? Repeat business is huge. But the big problem with repeat business minute is the amount of lads jumping ship to go for an extra euro here to another company or there to another company. I'd say there's an awful lot of people going out of the country. Yeah, actually, believe it or not, chap that we do a bit of work for in one of our comp- one of our construction, you got a big job down the country and not even down the country, down the bottom of Dublin. And uh, I was kind of saying, yes, that's fucking, we do a good bit of AP work for them and a bit of, bit of crane hire. Found out he's leaving, heading to Spain. I said, oh, fuck, like, now I'm going to try and find someone else oh, lovely. to go in there with. Like, do you know what I mean? And they're the kind of thoughts that take up your mind. Mm. Like, in, and not being smart, only for Debbie, it's like, she, she'd said to me, there'd be no point in me thinking, Dylan has basketball mm. two nights a week. He's Gaelic two nights a week. And Leah has horse riding. And you're a busy man well she's busier she's as busy as I am you know what I mean like she'd if I'm home I'll bring them no hassle but when you're home and you never know when you're going to be home yeah that, that's the I, I do find that as well you, you you plan to go home then a lorry comes in you can't get out or you break down yeah and you're just not home and I went down here I went to do a job one Sunday here I said that I'd be right this grand but I'd be no time deadly I think it was lifting a boat just lifting something and went and done it and I got a phone call off your man that owned the boatyard. Think you've a brush, babe. Think you've one? Yeah. He, he's seen a trail. It was a wet day and he's seen a trail, a little trail of oil. Mm. And I do it, oil and water just spreads. Yeah. And I got out and yeah, had a small weep coming over, babe. So I ended up having to get back down of a Sunday, get a lad out and make me up a pipe because I was out and hired the next morning. Oh, fuck. Do you know what I mean? So mm. now that was my whole Sunday gone and I came home Black from head to fucking toe. Excuse me for being under a from being under a fucking mm, a crane and the crane. I was wet out as well. Like so you can imagine how dirty that was. You know, so things like that. Like and that's kind of where the family suffers. Yeah. You didn't go on holidays with them this year. Too much work on sore project, a sore subject. Was that sorry? Can imagine. I was. Uh, but you have to do these things. You're you're, you're kind yeah. of caught rotten. Yeah, like to pay, to park crane up for two weeks costs way too much money. Park crane up for a week costs too much money. I think an awful lot of people because I don't know right I I, I love machines and stuff mm. but I wouldn't have known as someone who doesn't know anything about cranes like if I wanted to say like you want you, you lift mobile homes and mm. all that sort of stuff so if a normal person is there you think oh you'd never get a crane that probably costs 10 grand a day that's what you think in your head yeah so you'd never no and like it's you, you try not to ride people like I mean number one I also remember my father saying at home, a bad name will stick to you like shy to a blanket. A good name doesn't follow anyone. Yeah. So, you know, like, and it's, it's, it is easy to say that. And it, it, it's the truth. Like, it's, if you, if you screw one person, or if you do a bad job for them. Bad news travels fast. Yes. And, mm. pe- and Irish people love fucking bad news. Oh, they do. Do you know what I mean? First, uh, you hear someone dies, the first thing you do is ring someone, tell them. Yeah, <laughs> you never guess who's fucking yeah. dead. Yes, <laughs> I knew that lad wouldn't last. You know, you know that kind of, yeah. you know. But it's, you know, it's, it's. We just love bad news. Don't know why. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. When, when you're on building sites, do you 
say when you go in to do a big lift like that, would you know anyone there or are you kind of a, I'm only dealing with this guy now? Um, no. Yeah, if you went into, depends on the uh, general works. It depends on what you're going for. Like it's, I haven't done a huge amount of site work. An awful lot I'm doing is we do, we do, we, we did an awful lot of quarry work last year. Why are you doing the quarry? Fitting new plants. Oh yeah, yeah. And we done a nice, a nice bit of that. Um, we done, we done a bit of everything. Literally everything. That was our first job actually ever to have the fly jib on. We never needed to have it on other than that. So would you watch a lot of telly? Yeah. Well, when you get time to. What's your hobbies? Golf. Fuck off. You're not you, look, man, fucking delighted. Yeah. I never took you for a golf lad. No, I know. I will, yeah. Well, it's the pints afterwards or two. Like, see, I mean, I one see, goes with see, the other. It's not. Am I missing the trick with the golf? Oh, yeah. But it depends. Like The, the golf's taken a huge back step for me since I bought the machine. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's just, uh, you don't get time. Are you good at it? No. Just like to get out. Yeah, but like, it's all about who you play with. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's not, it's not about, it's not about being, yeah, there's lads out there to play. You ever play with yourself? <laughs> as much as I can. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, you know, it's a golf, are you? Uh, um, no, it's, uh, it's about the lads you play with. It's, you know what I mean? I, we go out for a crack. Like, we, we play with the society, we have a golf society down on the road. And it, there's some crack with it. God knows what it'd be said like. Yeah, yeah. I suppose you, you, you really need, don't want to filter. I'd say though you need that and not time for it to Oh yeah, like it, it is. It's great to get out. Um, but just, I used to play it two or three times a week. Especially when I was doing the, just the lift plants because what I do is I throw the, the clubs in the boot and then I have a friend of mine who owns a garden centre. He's a supplier for a garden centre. And I know well he'd be around at the whim. So I'd ring him on the way home like jump you jump over the high field or something like for a game. Like, Isn't you know? it amazing how when you try to make your life better by like you invested in yeah. uh, a machine and you, you do it with the aspirations of making your life better and your family's life better and creating a better future. Yeah. And you have the perception of making more money, not realizing that there's more money going out as well. So you're, you give up all your time to just be busier. And it, it sometimes you wonder, wow, my ass, like. Yeah, but. On the plus side, I, we, myself and Debbie have always had that, often had that conversation. So like, are we, are we fucking idiots here? Like, and, hmm. but the really, the reality is that we're still, in five years time, that crane still didn't work nearly as much as a pet for hmm. So therefore, there's still a, a light at the end of the tunnel. There is, but when you're in the, you, you can only live in the now. You can, but you're still, if you want nice things, it comes at cost. And that cost is different things. Yeah. Where that costs is time, money, or what it is. Yeah. If you like, want to if you want to buy stuff without looking at the price tag, you have to not look at the hours when you're working. Correct. And that's not only that, like I don't know about your your what your family life was growing up, but like our father wasn't there. I got to bring my young lad to football matches, basketball matches, mm. and anywhere we can. I don't ever remember my mother, my father being at football match. Why? Because number one, there was nine of us. He yeah. couldn't be at one lad's thing. Yeah. Number two, he was working. Yeah, it was the same in our house. So, you know, like, yes, we're probably giving up on one end, but we're putting a lot more in on the other end. And we're doing it for the best of the family. We're not doing it to, well, I don't do it personally to say, Mr. Big Balls, look what I have. I'm doing it because I want to finish things up at around 55. I, I don't want to be working until 65, 70, because the good's going to you. You're not able to show. Nobody wants to. And then, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know that. But like, the, that's, you know what I mean? 
you can only yeah. try and plan. Like if, if you don't if you don't try and don't plan, you're definitely not going to get there. Yeah. Like what? One in every billion lived win the lottery or something like that, or you have one in a billion chance or three million chance to win the lottery, whatever it is. Can you look up how many sperm are in ejaculation? A hundred million. Imagine one in a hundred million chance of being born. fucking eager to give out. <laughs> I know. How did you fucking know that? <laughs> That's a bigger question. How the fuck do you know how many sperms are in your fucking jizz? That's mad. But hey, I'm going to ask you. I do, if I don't ask these questions, people freak out. Right? Yep, bang on a hundred million. <laughs> bang on a hundred million. Imagine the poor cunt that had to count them. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine him there sifting through him with all chest stinking his fucking stuff. I said I said I'll just took a guess. Wait, no, sorry, it's actually even worse. It's in each milliliter there is normally a hundred million. What? So how many milliliters in a normal A fertile male human ejaculates between two and five milliliters of semen? <laughs> uh, av- I don't know where they're going with this, an average teaspoon. I definitely come more than a teaspoon to you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I didn't measure anything lately. <laughs> no, I didn't either. Uh, you ready? I am. These are quick fire ones. Don't think about them too much. Right? Don't think about them too much. What's your first vivid childhood memory? Oh, fuck. Probably getting a... Um, probably getting a frisbee to the mouth of a brother of mine. <laughs> <laughs> we were playing frisbees. We didn't actually have frisbees. We were too poor. So we used to use lid Bucket buckets. <laughs> <laughs> the most lethal frisbee everyone had when they were younger and uh, never forget it st- sat behind a barrel and next thing I heard my name popped my head up and right at the right time hit me right there still with the scar fuck that's a good memory good though. shot if you could make one phone call to heaven who would you call who oh. we're actually quite lucky um, we've had lots of lots of aunts and uncles we never we haven't we haven't lost brothers or sisters thank god mother and father are still there probably I don't know. Don't want to answer that one. Yeah, don't, don't I don't want to. I, I don't want to single one person out. We have a few friends, but yeah. Is home for you a place or a feeling? Uh, it's probably more feeling than it is. You know what I mean. Home's home. Would you like yourself if you met yourself? Probably not. Why? Be an asshole. Are you an asshole? Ah, times yeah. Because everybody's an asshole. At times. Would you be thick? Yeah. Like a short fuse. Not as bad as it used to be. I think I grew up a bit. Um, what made you take us? Was it work things or just home? anything? Like I'd flip, but the problem with me is once I flip, I have my argument. And then it's as over. far as I'm concerned, it's done. Or Debbie. And do you mind having with, with Joe? Oh no, listen, say your bit, say your tune, but be ready for coming back. Like, don't don't think it's not coming back. It is coming back. <laughs> uh, what's something that you're holding on to that you should let go of? Don't know. Nothing that I really too much goes over my head. I think. Who brings you the most happiness in your life? Ah, my kids, my family, my wife. Do you think things happen for a reason, or do we find reasons after things happen? Um, it's a funny one. I don't know. It's. I think people have regrets. I think them regrets should be short lived because you wouldn't be where you are today without the road you took. So, if you're not happy with today, then yeah, you have regrets. Good answer. Do you believe in God? Yes and no. Um, and the reason I say that is, do I go to church? No. Do I, uh, but yet, if one of the kids were sick, you'd be praying. I would pray. So that's a yes and no answer. Do you trust anyone with your life? Yeah, yeah, yeah I would, yeah. Who is it? My wife. Where'd you meet her? 
Uh, the Harriers in Tullamore. The Harriers in Tullamore. What year? 2003. A long time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is she from around? She's from Durnthorn. So not too far? No. No, no, it's uh, 20 minutes from my house. Not so bad. Uh, what do you want to be known for after you die? Being a good parent, standing by the kids, standing by what's right. That's it. It's the kids that mean everything. That's yeah. no, Do right by them. But it, that you kind of lose that point. Like. It's very easy. Derek, thanks a million for coming on. Because I'd be rotting lads all going, hey, come on, talk about cranes and stuff. <laughs> and he'd be, and, no, sure, I don't want to fucking come on. It's fucking, no one wants to hear what I'm saying. Like, I want to hear. And I want to hear what I want to hear. <laughs> but thanks a million. And if anyone wants to contact you or yeah. hire you out, what, who? Uh, we have our website, DowlingCraneServices.com, um, Facebook. You can, you'll get Debbie on Facebook, so don't go with her on the abuse. You get her, not me. Yeah. Well, actually, do give to her, don't give to me. And like, you've heard it here. Like, yeah. if you want, if you're an ostentatious fucker with yeah. a big table, maybe a piano, oh, look, no I'm, bother. Yeah, yeah. He's the guy. And get up. You, you're after saying now you're going to bring me. Yeah, 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 anytime. That's fucking, I can't wait. I can't wait. Because I go off with Alan Clark all the time, and uh, he just doesn't get it. Right, I'd be driving down the road and I'd see these cranes and I'd see these lorries in York. Obviously, some lads just—I honestly said Dylan's like that. Dylan, like I, I'd bring Dylan with me, and he just—he'd look around him. Wouldn't care. And, no, Dylan, grab me shackles. Yeah, which one? Go get them. No problem. And bring Leah. Why, why are we doing this? And uh, what's that do now? She'd ask you every question. But do you know I, I can't give out to her because I used to do that. I was the total opposite when I was young lad. Right? Didn't have any interest. None. No, Garrett and Greg, they were like all at. Like, I mean, Garrett was working on drawing in silage and bailing and he was going yes, to the yes. wood every chance he got. And I, I, I hate going. On summer holidays, I'd be brought out of no interest. I'd never looked at. <laughs> I'd done my leaving and I was sitting at home and the old lad came in and goes, you're going out and drive a machine tomorrow. I said, oh my fuck, I'm not doing that. Because I'd, I'd never drove one. I'd never even drove a tractor. Right. I was the only one. And I, they were, I, well, you're not sitting at home. And off I had to go. But see, that was a big thing. Like, and that's, that's kind of why I, we, we uh, well, I, oh, I only ever wanted two kids. I kind of, we're done, we're done. Yeah. For the reasons is, there was nine of us. We never needed anything. We never were left short training. But once you hit that age, college was never an option because you were working family. You, you couldn't. Mm. Yeah. You were out. You mean you paddle your own canoe? That's uh, you, you give up your time. give up your fifty bob a week or whatever you had to give up, and you know, and that's fine, and I, that's what makes you. Yeah, you know, like, and it's the same down our way. Like, I bring Dylan with me if I'm going to a job, uh, if I'm going to a private job, like, and the first job I ever brought him on, the, we're meant to be there for we'd arranged to be there for nine o'clock in the morning, and I, we agreed I'd give him a few pounds to come. So he said, "Yeah, no bother." I said, I'm not going to keep calling you in the morning. If you're up, you're up. If you're not, I'm going without you. You lose out your money. So I said, yeah. In the meantime, phone rings and it was uh, it was the customer. And he says to me, um, sorry, but we actually need you here for six in the morning. <laughs> so that meant me getting up around 10 past four. Yeah. Leaving the house by 20 past four. Down the crane for 10 to five. In the crane over there for six. So I said to Debbie, Jesus, you know, it's a bit long, like, you know, it's a bit early for you, for the young, it's fucking early for me, now my name, like, mm. I said, what'll I do? And Debbie says, sure, ask him, don't ask me. And I said, right, fair enough. Kind of, I, I thought she'd be 
I didn't. I, I might have asked running. him, but yeah, yeah, I thought she'd be easier than him. So I uh, went into him and he says, I'm still getting paid. I says, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I go. That's, that's I said, I'm telling you now. I said, I'm fucking, I'm not calling you. <laughs> I called you once. Then I'm going down the stairs. I said, you have 10 minutes by the time I pile the kettle out the door. If you're not there, I'm going without you. Or if I don't see, at least see you coming down the stairs. Because I wanted to see Woody. what he was made of, like, you know, mm. a certain amount of what he's made of. So I got up, I heard his alarm clock going off quarter past four, or whatever it was, like five past four. And I, I was awake anyway, so I got up. Excuse me, again, if you hope you don't hear that. And uh, he, here he was in the room getting dressed. And I walked down. Um, Debbie had a bit of a packed lunch bed for him. He had ate before he got to... <laughs> <laughs> he's young lad he'd ate anything and he, that's the hardest part with these lads yeah. H.O. House now and uh, got down got down to the crane went and done the lift and I doubled his pay that'd give him no drive yeah. wouldn't it um, I, I came back and uh, I gave him the pay oh I owe you change and I said no you don't so you got double pay and he says why and I said because the harder you work on life the more you get and I said and that's the way it should be and I said you Got up. I said, uh, if you'd asked for it, I probably would have said no. I said, but you didn't ask for it. You got up earlier hmm. for the same money. So as far as I'm concerned, you were willing to come for the, for the basic money. So, but, you know what I mean? The harder you work, the more you get. Yeah. I said, that's just, that's life. He uh, put most of it in the post office and he kept out a bit for going to the shop during the week. I fair play to him. And then you have the other one. And what and age is he again? 14. 14. And you got to the other one and she would... Spend yeah, I always know. That's the way it is oh, with women. She's deadly. Did she get that from the mother? Yeah, of course. But I do, do you know I find it fascinating though, like when I'm talking to people like you and people like me and everyone that I talk to here, because there seems to be a narrative. Like I, I try to get this across to people all the time, young people and people that are wondering what they're gonna do. There's a narrative that you have a pat. Nobody like your father wasn't on cranes. No. Like, you just ended up on cranes. Yeah. And like everyone, no one knows where they're going to end up. No, but uh, the only good thing I will say to anyone listening, uh, it, it's a good, it, it is a good industry, but it's a hardworking industry. It's not, like, I think a lot of lads got caught with thinking, oh, Jesus, they're going up on a tower crane, they're going to be there. You're sitting up in a steel box for 12, 14 hours a with your, alone with your thoughts and everybody fighting with you. Hmm. I know a lot of lads that came out at broken men. But there's, would you rather, there's an awful lot of people sitting in cubicles for 12 hours a day. Correct. And it's just as demoralizing. Yeah. And you're but just. People need to learn. I, I, I think, our, I think our, our ability now to deal with stuff is gone. I think we spend too much time with everybody telling us we're great, we're this, we're that, the other. Mm. Which isn't always the case. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and don't get me wrong, at all, it's someone to fucking hammer a child and say, listen, you're shite what you're doing. But do you know what I mean? Though? We're, like, we're, too, we're too PC. Yeah, and we're very unable to be alone in our own head for long periods of time. Yeah. And th there's a lot. And when I was driving the machines, there was moments where that's what I had to get my head around. Just yeah. Just being on your own all the time. Yeah, but people get, the people have way too much time to think. Mm. And that's an awful thing. Like your listen, own head's an awful lot. Do you place. listen to the radio? Not so much anymore because the fucking phone never stops going. I used to. I used to always listen to Jerry Ryan. I always listened to. I love Jerry. I missed him. I missed yeah, him so 2010, much. 2010. He was the last good radio thing that was on. 
Yeah, I think everyone now, I don't know. It's, our, it's all airy-fairy and flowy and yeah, bullshy. Like, and I never realised, but the amount of politics in everything you go into is unbelievable. Like, even in, even, in the, even in big construction companies. And I only had this conversation with a lad that's in management. And he said, you know what? He said, I fucking miss the days. He said, like, I used to think being up at Tower Crown, he said, was hard. But it's not. He said, you're up there on your own. Nobody's bothering you. Mm. Drive a fucking crane, pull two levers, climb down over and go home. Mm. Claim good money and fucking that's it. In here, he says, you can't even send an email. How does, how do you go about driving one now? Like if you wanted to drive a tower crane now, how would anyone go about it? First thing you have to get, it's too easy. Uh, you can get your full tickets within six weeks. You know, uh, like safe pass, first thing you need. Then you go, but then you need that for everything. Then you go for, um, what's the other fucking thing you go for? Oh, Slinger Signaler, Banksman. Go and do that ticket. Do you tell me I could go to a building site now and be qualified in six weeks, but... You don't even need to go to a building site. You ring any of the training agencies and say, I want to become a Slinger Signaler. I think that it's now a three-day course for anyone that, or it could be even a five-day course for anyone that's not, hasn't got... Um, hasn't got experience but then you can get a letter to say you have experience and then it's only a day course that's mental that's an assessment and then from there then once you get your ticket to say you're a banksman you can then go and do your mobile credit car credit or credit and is there a practical where they watch you work yeah. one yeah you have to do four lifts I think one on the blind take the swing overload like they're not simple. Like in fairness, I, I tower crane. When I say tower crane's easiest to drive, it's easiest to drive because you just go up, sit in the seat, lift the mushroom, and press the green button. With a mobile crane, you have to pull in, you have to assess the ground you're going to drive in on, figure out where you're going to set up. Because most lads say, "Ah, sure, we're lifting up onto that roof," but they'll forget that to, to pick off that roof over there. Mm. So if they try and figure out where you're going to be able to pick it, how much jib you're going to need out, and pick a chart that's going to work. Do you know what I mean? And mm. there's just a lot more planning in a mobile. There's so many more variables to go wrong. That's the that's kind of the thing that hit me the most with the mobile work. In fairness. It's fucking cool. I can't wait to drive it and you have to let me. So end the story. Yeah, sure. I'll wait till the weather's a little bit better now. <laughs> Come down on a good windy day, you know. <laughs> Fuck that, I won't do it. But anyway, thanks a million for coming on, You're Derek. welcome. Thank you for having me. And thanks a million, everyone, for listening. And I'll chat to you again next week. Mm.